Your body is alive, not just with your own human cells, but with a multitude of thriving ecosystems teeming with billions and trillions of microbes that contribute to your health and well-being. Welcome to the Gut Academy. I'm Dr. William DiPaolo, microbiome expert and healthy living enthusiast. This podcast is for anyone interested in discovering more about the 40 trillion microbes that live within and on us, to those who want to change their microbiome in order to live a healthier, happier life. Here at the Gut Academy, we will provide you with information, tips, and life hacks that will help you make choices that will benefit your microbial self and change your life. Thanks for joining us. Welcome back to another episode of the Gut Academy. I'm your host, Dr. William DiPaolo, where we discuss all things gut microbiome and gut health related. Today, I want to take an opportunity to do a high-level podcast explaining five important functions of your body's microbiome, something that is, again, it's very high-level. Uh, the microbiome is extremely complex. I don't think we're even scratching the surface of what it can actually do. And so this is going to give five functions of the body's microbiome, but there's probably a hundred more. Um, and maybe some of those functions can fall under these five categories, but I think these five categories are really good place to start. And we can always add more in future podcasts if you really are upset that I left out your favorite function of the body's microbiome. Um so this will be a good podcast for people who are just starting out trying to learn about the microbiome. It's a complicated system. It's a complicated nomenclature and verbiage. And so uh, this will be a good place to start and just get familiar with some of the functions of the microbiome. So our bodies are home to a number of thriving ecosystems filled with microorganisms. And these microorganisms can be viruses, fungus, protists, uh, bacteria, uh, archaea. All sorts of these microbes can live in these ecosystems. Our skin, our respiratory tract, our digestive tract are very big ecosystems that our bodies are home to. And that is, and they contribute a huge amount to our physiology and our well-being. And so these 100 trillion microorganisms reside in or on our bodies, which is equal to the same number of human cells, indicating that you're just as much human as you are bacteria. That means that what that bacteria is doing is going to have a role in your health. And how you treat your body, how you treat your microbiome, how you eat, what you do, how you act, how you live that's going to have an impact on the bacteria that reside inside you. So it's really a, a relationship that goes both ways. So today we're going to discuss five important functions of your body's microbiome, starting with digestion of food. So the, the microbiome helps you digest food. Our bodies are unable to digest certain food products or food types. These include um, complex sugars and polysaccharides as well as fiber. But we can still eat these foods and still get nutrition from them because of the gut bacteria that we have. So even though we lack the enzymes to digest this, our gut bacteria have those enzymes. And they help us digest and ferment this fiber and polysaccharides and pull out nutrients that our body needs, like B vitamins or vitamin K. They even make short-chain fatty acids from this fermentation process. And short-chain fatty acids like butyrate are critical for 
um, our, our health. They not only have effects at the level of the gut, but they can get into the periphery and have level of, have impact on the blood-brain barrier, um, systemic sites, systemic organs. So this idea that the gut bacteria are fermenting fiber and producing these really beneficial molecules is a really important part of our health. Um, and that's just one example. There's many examples of other bacteria that help digest certain food products. And so the big one is the idea of fiber, though, and that's because our bodies really lack the enzyme to do that, and we can get nutrients from it because of our gut bacteria. So number two on the list is your microbiome helps boost your immune system. Now, this is one function that's close to my heart because I was a trained immunologist many, many years ago. It brings me back to my graduate school days um, and fondly, by the way, but I've worked at the intersection of the microbiome and the immune system for most of my career, so I've always loved to talk about this topic, and we'll probably do a couple podcasts on this topic because it's so interesting and complex. And most of you probably don't even realize that your gut is actually home to the largest number of immune cells in your body. It is actually the largest immune organ. So not only is it a digestive organ, it's an immune organ as well. And the really interesting thing about it is that there are so many specialized, highly specialized cells and tissue types that reside in that gut immune tissue because it's such a complex uh, tissue and organ that does so many different things. Like the intestine is really doing biochemistry. It's, it has roles in nutrition. It has roles in immunity. It has roles in digestion. Um, it produces enzymes, neurotransmitters. And so... It's, it has to have a very highly specialized set of cells in order to do all of these functions. So the other interesting thing is that the immune system is right there, and it's only separated by the gut bacteria by a single layer of epithelial cells. And so there is interaction between the immune system and the bacteria all the time. So bacteria will travel across between this barrier every now and then. Like It's, it's a tight barrier, but you will get some transport. There are immune cells that actually stick their arms out into the lumen where the food and stuff is passing by and will grab and sample whatever's going by, checking for pathogens or other things that should have an immune response mounted against it. And it grabs gut commensal bacteria all the time. And so there's always going to be this low-level stimulation of the immune system by gut bacteria. And that is a really important part of the immune system because those interactions usually lead to something called tolerance. And that tolerance is important because you don't want to have an immune response against food proteins and you don't want to have an immune response against your gut bacteria. So your immune system has to be taught. When you see this, do not have an inflammation. Do not make an inflammatory response because uncontrolled inflammation against food proteins or your own tissue or your own gut bacteria can lead to chronic intestinal disease like inflammatory bowel disease. So our gut bacteria help to educate the immune system and say, this is part of your body, so do not have an immune response against it that's inflammatory. Have an anti-inflammatory response. Have a mucosal sort of response that's a little less uh, damaging to the tissue. Uh, the microbiome also helps during development. It helps the immune system form and keeps immune tissues healthy and normal so that as the, you grow and you develop, 
the immune system has the correct um, architecture and uh, physiological roles that it should have. So there's studies looking at germ-free mice, which are mice that were raised in a bubble. So like the bubble boy, if you've ever heard of that. The, these mice are raised in a bubble, so no gut bacteria forms. It's a sterile environment. And they found that these mice that are raised in the bubbles have immune tissue that's not as uh, matured or not as advanced as mice that have gut commensal bacteria. So it's that there needs to be some signaling or some uh, communication between gut bacteria and that developing immune tissue in order for the immune tissue to develop correctly. So not only does it have a role in development, but the microbiome also has a role in keeping the immune system tolerant later in life. Okay, so number three, your microbiome influences your mental health. People always say you are what you eat, and it, this couldn't be more true. The, the gut microbiome is now really implicated in a lot of these sort of gut-brain interactions and um, having a role in modifying neurotransmitter levels and which will impact your anxiety, depression, um, your overall moods. So there's a huge interaction between your nervous system, your central nervous system, your gut, uh, and your gut. This is because there's 500 million neurons that connect the brain to the gut. That's a lot of neurons, and so you know that this communication must be important if there's that much energy devoted towards signaling between these two organs. Uh, the gut is connected to the brain via the vagus nerve, which you probably have heard of. That's the largest nerve in the body. And the enteric nervous system, which is uh, a nervous system within just the intestine. So I already said that the intestine is an immune organ. Well, it's also a nervous system organ as well because of all the complicated and complex um, enteric nervous system components that exist within its tissues. So the gut bacteria not only have a role in um, producing neurotransmitters, but they also produce other factors that will help uh, keep the central nervous system happy and protect the brain. So, for example, short-chain fatty acids, especially butyrate, can leave the gut and will help the blood-brain barrier. So you don't want things passing in between your blood and your brain. Butyrate, the short-chain fatty acid, helps keep that um, barrier tight. And I mentioned that your body microbiome makes neurotransmitters. So 90% of the serotonin in your body is actually made in the gut. And, um, and it's produced through the breakdown of tryptophan in our diets into serotonin. And so if you're interested in raising or elevating your serotonin levels because you may suffer from depression, consider taking in foods that have higher amounts of tryptophan. Um, also, dopamine is produced in the gut, as well as gamma-aminobutyric acid, or GABA, which is a neurotransmitter involved with fear and anxiety. And so that sort of mental health effects of the microbiome, you can feel it when you get the butterflies in your stomach when you're nervous or anxious, or when you are that fight-or-flight mechanism kicks in and you have to defend yourself or you have to flee and you, your body will shut off any sort of effort to digest, and instead it will put all of its effort into fighting and fleeing. 
and that is all communicating between the gut and the brain. So it's a very complicated and very important uh, communication system that we're just learning all of what it could potentially do. And so there's thoughts that this could impact um, therapies for Alzheimer's, autism, that you could maybe treat depression through diet and through probiotics, things like that. So the microbiome definitely influences your mental health, and that's one of its major functions. The fourth function is that the microbiome promotes healthy skin. So we don't talk that much about the skin microbiome, and I think that's too bad because it's a very important microbiome, and it's actually easy to easier to work with because it's these bacteria are not anaerobic. They can be grown in oxygen and things like that. But your microbiome does promote healthy skin. Our skin is basically covered in a film of microbes, and that causes a protective layer. And then these microbes, so that protective layer keeps other bacteria away and funguses away. And so they will. that's one function of the microbiome on the skin. The other is to convert oils from our skin into natural moisturizers that keep your skin healthy. So very important function on the skin that the microbiome plays. And the last function that I wanted to talk about is the microbiome protects us by keeping a healthy and tight intestinal barrier. And this is a very important function, a very important role for the microbiome because so many things can go awry if that barrier starts to fail. And so the microbiome has a role in keeping pathogens away from the, the epithelial layer because any pathogen that comes in has to compete with all of those 100 trillion bacteria to try to gain a foothold and to grow. Um, and that's a lot of bacteria to fight. And so you're fighting over resources. And so sometimes the pathogen will not be able to get the resources it needs and won't ever colonize. The gut microbiome stimulates our cells to produce mucus, which also creates a physical barrier that prevents pathogens and things from reaching our uh, bloodstream. Uh, the gut microbiome can um, produce factors like short-chain fatty acids that will promote the barrier to be tight, will um, affect the cellularity of the, the, the intestinal barrier um, and keep that intestinal barrier integrity very strong. It produces, it helps stimulate the production of IgA and antimicrobial peptides, which will both either bind up pathogens and commensals that get too close to the epithelial barrier, or in the case of antimicrobials, will be able to kill any bacteria that get within the proximity of the epithelial layer. So these, and those are stimulated endogenously by the gut microbiome. So very important in maintaining that barrier because when the barrier fails and you get exposure of the immune system underneath, you'll get very much uh, inflammation and that can then lead to become chronic, which then can lead to tissue damage, which can lead to some sort of long-lasting sequela, like inflammatory bowel disease, colorectal cancer, you name it. So a very important function of the microbiome is to keep that barrier tight. Okay, so that is pretty much the podcast for today. Um, just to sum up, the microbiome is very important for a number of reasons, and these are just five of those many reasons. Um, the microbiome is important by helping us digest food. It boosts your immune system. It influences your mental health. 
promotes your healthy skin and protects you by keeping your intestinal barrier tight. So until next time, I'm Dr. William DePaulo. Thanks.